All right, episode 12. 12. 12. Coming at you live here. Doce. Actually, it wouldn't be live. Para español, primaros. <laughs> we, don't, we don't have Spanish. And it's not live because uh, <laughs> it, you're going to be listening to the recording of this. That's true. Right. Episode but 12. But we're pretty live. Like Right. In a different way. Yep. Lit. Here mm-hmm. we go again. Kevin is I'm here. I'm a big guy. <laughs> <laughs> Turbo is here. And then uh, today's guest, we have a great guest. He's one of our own members. He also uh, tries to be a physical therapist. No, he doesn't try. <laughs> he, is one, he is one. Are you a doctor of physical therapy? Yes. Doctor. Yeah, he is. Wow. Damn. Dr. John McKenna John. is here. I think it's safe to say he is the most educated person we've had on this yeah. podcast yet. That's yeah, I mean, yeah. don't tell Jess. <laughs> you know him. You love him. Dr. John. John McKenna is here, man. Welcome. How are you today? Doing great, man. Yeah. Great to be here. Yeah, man. This is a this is like our most like official guest. Not that you know. You don't want to hurt anyone else. Don't tell just that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Let's see. Just doesn't matter. Christian doesn't matter. (laughs) George Jagger, they didn't matter. (laughs) But we got like a doctor. (laughs) We have a doctor. We have credentials on the podcast. That's right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's what I'm getting to. Sorry, guys. (laughs) Sorry about that. I couldn't get that out right. (laughs) Um, All right, John, what do you do? Who are you? Yeah. Where do you live? So uh, I live right down the street in Hopewell Junction. (laughs) And uh, (laughs) um, yeah, I've been a physical therapist for 11 years. I have a clinic actually right down the street in in Hopewell Junction as well. What's the name of that clinic? Most Physical Therapy. MostPT.com. There we go. Plug, uh, plug away, yeah, plug baby. everything you have. <laughs> plug away. And uh, I've been coming to CrossFit now. August was two years, so it's oh, been wow. awesome. It's been a great experience, and uh, you know, like I said, I'm happy to be here. And uh, I, I want to let you guys know that I've learned probably more from you than I have uh, been able to give um, knowledge to some of the members here. So it's been a great experience the last two years to um, be able to incorporate. The stuff that I learned from you, um, and and be able to help people maybe come back to CrossFit after after an injury. Nice. Yeah, we that's awesome, man. We appreciate that. That's that's nice of you. Um, we 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 appreciate you because <laughs> when we think we know what we're talking about, we just go yeah. to you. Yeah, hey, go John. see John. Yeah. Hey, uh, John, uh, <laughs> want to check this out real quick? <laughs> <laughs> well, I appreciate that. Yeah, man. Yeah, it's nice to have someone in our corner like yourself. <laughs> So we can, you know, someone who does CrossFit and gets it, we can send them yeah. your way. That's why, that's why I have no problem sending people towards you. Or, you know, this is my biased opinion than anyone else because you get it. Like yeah. you're in it, you experience what's going on in the CrossFit classes, the more aggressive classes like barbell, and um, yeah, it's just, it's, I think members appreciate that too. I think S- seeing you in here, yeah, I think that's yeah. the only way you can do it. I mean, you can't understand what the demands are of CrossFit or a class or barbell unless you're totally engrossed in it and when you're trying to help somebody out you can understand yeah. what they're going through and um, maybe try to help them as best you can with a plan of care so yeah and you'll come across physical therapists or chiropractors that are completely against CrossFit and Absolutely. either yeah it, I mean CrossFit isn't for everyone but sometimes th- they don't do it they said no why does your back hurt? Well, you know, I'm an athlete. I, what do you do? I do CrossFit. Well, there's your problem. There's your problem. Exactly. Yeah. And, yeah, it's not – that's not That's not true. They yeah. don't understand or, you know, because they haven't been exposed to it. They don't understand all the inherent benefits of it. Too, exactly. You know, the strength component, yep. uh, the um, 
the cardio endurance component, yeah. the confidence, right? The confidence component is huge with anybody who's trying to get, um, you know, trying to improve their oh, yeah. quality of life too. So all of those components are huge and they're, and they're great, um, secondary benefit from CrossFit, you know, yeah. and if you don't understand that, then and I'm not, yeah, I'm not saying that like, you're not going to get these aches and pains. You're not going to get these injuries because yeah, it is high demand. Mm-hmm. But, uh, to say, where am I going with this? The, the doc, that a lot of doctors, physical therapists, and chiropractors yeah. shun you away yes. from CrossFit. Like yes. That's their ultimate reason yes. why you're hurt. And there's more benefits. Right? I was just talking to Elvis the other day. Guy could barely squat 30 degrees when he got in here. And he was pumped the other day because he's finally below parallel. Yeah. Yeah, I agree. Like, I was talking about uh, Willie, uh, Willie Mitchell, yeah. too, the other day. Uh, yesterday. Bill- Billy who Burns. Was, who was I talking about? Whatever. But that, that kid, too, like... He's like, it was like hard to watch. Sorry, Will. I know you're listening. But like, he's come so He will be because I just life. showed him how to work the yeah. podcast now. Yeah. <laughs> but it's such a long It's way. cool the people yeah, see cool come see that, that far. Yeah. But then you get the people out there that like just completely dismiss it. Yeah. yeah. Because, you know. So they will get injured. And then their first go to is I need to rest. I need to take a week off. Or do they come back in and work a different part of the body? Like Steve, Steve had knee issues, mm-hmm. right? So instead of front squatting, back squatting, we did shoulder presses, we did pull-ups, we did abs, we did all kinds of work around that. Mm-hmm. But yeah. like, yeah, you said, I, you know, I, I'm I'm no rocket scientist, right? Yeah, <laughs> I don't know the ins and outs of the knees. I don't know right. what's going on. Right, we're only on. supposed to, we know how to keep them safe. Yeah. Safe movements. Yeah, in modifications. And I'm not going to lie to you. I'm not going to throw out big words no, like sciatic that's not our nerve. Job, <laughs> external rotation. Exactly. External rotation. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to go say see John McKenna. That's right. <laughs> yeah. So, exactly. so yeah. That's exactly the, the kind of mindset that I have is when somebody comes to me um, when they sustained an injury, I want one of the uh, primary questions I get is, okay, should I just rest? Should I just shut it down and just rest and let this heal? And most of the time, 99% of the time, you shouldn't do that. You just need to be able to um, figure out how to work around your injury. And that's kind of my job. What I do is I assess how you're moving. I assess your strength. I s- assess your stability. And then based on that information that I gain, I'm going to be able to um, design a program that helps you work around your injury and helps you get back to doing what you love, which is CrossFit. So. Um, injuries are tough you know we've all sustained them they're frustrating they're frustrating right the mental component that comes along with an injury is probably the worst part right you can't do what you love to do so what what i think the best option is is to figure out design a a plan and implement that plan so that you're not re-aggravating your injury and that you're able to get back into the crossfit gym and um you modify i think it's one of the best things you can do is take that time take that opportunity to work on maybe some other things mm-hmm. that you suck at, right? Yeah, so definitely. For example, you sustain a knee injury. Um, maybe you can't squat, but your shoulder mobility overhead sucks, or your cor- core stability is needs some work. So you go ahead and you work on those things. And once your knee is at a point where we could start to maybe progress with exercise, you might actually be in a better situation. You may be in a situation where some of your lifts, you may hit a PR on a lift like a. Um, uh, an o- overhead press, right? You have a knee injury and your overhead press goes up because you've worked on your rotator cuff stability, your overhead mobility. In yeah. the meantime, while your knee is, is going through the healing process. So 
that's what I, I really try to get people to buy in. It's an opportunity for you to take that time, work on other body parts or movement patterns that maybe you don't uh, or, or haven't dedicated enough time to, and now you can work on those. And, and I've seen it. I've seen it with myself. I've just sustained some injuries and, you know, worked on other things, and I come back. So I, I, maybe I have a rotator cuff injury. Uh, I work on my lower body. I work on my ankle mobility, and I work mm -hmm. on my core strength, and then my deadlift goes up. So always something to work on. I there's always yeah. something, and, and especially yeah. in CrossFit, because CrossFit, the demands of the movements are so much, right? It's, a, it's an exercise program that forces you to work through full ranges of motion. If you don't have those full ranges of motion, that's fine. Then we modify. We try to figure out how we get you to progress to better ranges yeah. of motion. But in general, it's a situation where it forces you to um, work on full movement, right? Full movement through your upper body and your lower body. And so. like you said, taking that time off, like instead of coming in here working on weaknesses, taking that time off, being at home for a week, the hardest thing is going to be to come back. Exactly. Yes. You're mentally, oh, my God, I just lost a week of work. I don't know. I, I'm going to get killed. Let me give it another week. I'll start next week. I'll start next mm -hmm. week. Exactly. Right. And again, uh, that mental component, that situation where maybe your drive and, and your mentality gets impacted, you take four or six weeks off and you try to jump right back in. I'm going to tell you right now, your risk of re-injury because oh, yeah. of that. You're going to try to come back at the same level. Same level is, is going to be high. So you want to make sure that, all right, I'm going to maintain a good amount of exercise while I have an injury and I'm going to focus on things that I didn't focus on before. When I'm ready to get back into it, I'm going to start probably modified with the area that's injured and progressively load that area. But all my other uh, movements and lifts should be pretty on point. Yeah. My risk of injury is going to be less. So, You had a pretty serious injury uh, last year with your neck. Yeah. Talk about the process that you and, and kind of the, what happened and the struggle and how would you do to – you're fucking crushing – classes now yeah. like i've never seen your mobility like at your highest you've you know yeah you're you're absolutely destroying workouts right now that's not a knee ache that's not a back ache that's your neck yeah yeah so i um i sustained a neck injury um it required surgery and tell you what it was it was tough it was a um, a tough time for me mentally because i couldn't do what i love to do i had started in crossfit and really enjoyed it i've been you know, working out and lifting pretty much since I'm 16, and I couldn't do that because of this injury. So, um, you know, went through surgery, let it heal, and then I slowly progressed back into it. And you know what? My mindset was totally different, and I utilized it as a learning, uh, really a learning experience because um, I realized how much maybe my own mobility sucked, how much my own um, – Maybe my core strength was pretty poor, so I, my movement patterns overhead weren't really that great. So it's, it's, um, it's taken time, and it's, uh, I'm, believe me, I'm definitely a work in progress as well. Um, but I, I think I said to you, Dave, maybe a week or two ago, this is probably, um, with some of the lifts, this is the best I felt. You know, I mean, my cardio st is still, uh, still needs a lot of work and, and other things, but... Some of my heavy lifts have, is the best I've ever it's felt. It's the so. best I've seen you. Look, it's 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 incredible. Your front rack used to be, like, the, your biggest struggle, and now you're just like the way you catch a clean and the way you front squat now is incredible. Yeah, so and it's it, great. That, it's great to see that. And I attribute it, uh, you know, uh, I attribute it to um, you guys too. I mean, I'm I'm constantly looking at um, watching you guys lift or picking your brains for 
certain things mentally, what I should be thinking about, right? Right. I'm I, like, I asked you the other day, what, I, I have an issue with dropping down in a squat clean. Mm -hmm. I just mentally, I can't do it. I think I do have the mobility, but uh, I get, get to that point where I'm pulling the bar too high. I land in a power squat and then I front squat. So it looks really ugly. So that's going to be something that yeah. I need to work on, but those little uh, techniques and, and teaching points that you guys give me are, are great. And it takes time. You know, a lot of people think they're going to run into a squat clean yeah. and catching a squat the first day, mm -hmm. right? Like we've had a couple people here that get so discouraged and mm -hmm. I have to reiterate very few people will get these movements on their first try. You'll it never takes, master the movement. No. Ever. You're always, every athlete has a different level of speed, especially for that, mm -hmm. right? There, maybe someone's, like you said, you'll catch it in the power and then you have to go down in the squat. Some mm -hmm. people will catch it in the squat, but still they're not fast enough, mm -hmm. right? So everyone has their own level of speed that they got to work on, and it takes time. I think for the snatch, it took me two years yeah. to get comfortable with that, that lift. So don't get discouraged, right? Get in here, work on your mobility, work on your weaknesses. I think, uh, you know, coming into CrossFit too, the one thing that was really uh, – um, oh, <laughs> <laughs> was a draw for me was the fact that some of these things take you months, right? Mm -hmm. It took me like, Oh yeah. It took me like a year to string along double unders, you know? Yeah. And, you, and you think about it like, Oh yeah. my God. Really? <laughs> yeah. But some of these things are, it's great because it is, it takes that much time and effort and consistency to get it. And I think that's a, a, a big draw for people too, is that you can't just master these movements no. in six months. Sometimes it takes even longer than that. Yeah. So it says a lot about you you who you know, it really the people does who put in time yeah i'm gonna use this time to plug the words open gym kevin is here guys he hasn't gotten a <laughs> word in but he is here i'm just not learning i'm taking shit kevin's like yeah i'm, I'm literally like i'm genuinely interested shit, in this yeah. because i'm like the king of little minor fucking injuries like my wrist is bothering like it's just it's nothing catastrophic but it's like just enough that's like all right i gotta ease off of that part of my body so like i'm it, genuinely interested for myself and growth but as far as working on these small weaknesses like double unders, um, you know, Olympic lifts, don't be afraid of the fucking words open gym. Just <laughs> because you can walk into a gym and don't look at a whiteboard and says, oh, that's what I'm doing today, doesn't mean you shouldn't come in. I was, I, I, it took me seven months of coming in five minutes early and or staying five minutes late from class and working on double unders every single day mm -hmm. to get them. Come in, work on them. There's coaches here for open gym. Yeah, we're here to oversee it make sure you know no one's killing themselves and all that but come to a coach if you want to work on a fucking pull-up come talk to a co whoever's working that day and saying all right wh what's a drill for a pull-up and we'll show you um yeah it's like open gyms at poughkeepsie i'm talking to you you guys are new to crossfit saturdays christine is dead mm -hmm. for open gyms on saturdays sundays i'm dead at open gyms on so i'm not well you know what i'm saying terrible um, <laughs> So yeah, come to them up. and work on it. We're there for drills. Right. Come keep us company. We will make you better athletes for it. And then I guarantee you, you will be better at your weaknesses. Set, set goals, people, especially with the new year coming up. Set some goals. Right. Let's I want to string double unders together. I want to get I want to get a good squat clean. I want to handstand walk, whatever. Set a goal. I think that's really important. Let me ask you guys a question. <clears throat> how important or how much time do you think personally you spend doing uh, you know, common terms, accessory work. So how much, or, you know, working on s things that you could do in the open gym. It's tough. Cause as being a coach, I have the luxury that I'm here 
right that 15 minutes i have between the 245 and four o'clock i'm working on handstands especially and then in, after before, let's see how many i like to say a couple hours a week mm -hmm. accessory work for sure if i'm not coming in on the weekends doing barbell mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Because within those workouts, especially barbell workouts, we have a lot of movements that I'm not good at. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So I'm taking advantage of that. I'm not going to. I'm not going to cherry pick, right? I will do those workouts. Especially, I mean, not everyone can do the barbell workouts if you haven't put your six months in. But that comes back to cherry picking, right? Mm -hmm. If you see a workout the night before, you see double unders or you see a mile run. I can't tell you how many people we missed yesterday oh God. that did not show up because they probably saw that mile run said, forget that, mm -hmm. right? In the cold. So maybe endurance is your weakness. Pussies. You can't come into the open gym. That class, your general class, is the opportunity to come in and work on your running, right? No doubt about it, man. I mean, um, to answer your question, I, I can't give you a great answer because I'm all, all over the place right now. But a person that would be able to answer this is Nelson because he spends a lot of time in open gym yeah. and does the CrossFit classes. So he's got a very good balance of, you know, honing his skills during the open gym. And it's, you know, his MO is weightlifting, right? Um, and you see him here all the time, just like come in, drop his shit and get pick, go grab the fucking bar and get to work. Yeah. And uh, you don't see that a lot anymore. Mm -hmm. You know, it's, it's good to see that still, but. To answer your question, I mean, I used to do, um, you know, one day was gymnastics. One day was just straight, like, Gold's Gym fucking bodybuilding stuff. Yeah, yeah, that's it. Body, yeah. And I love that because that gives you, like, uh, Bro sesh. it's kind of like a like a, a disconnect from the demands of, of your regular CrossFit yeah. week. It's, it's kind of, like, relaxing, very yeah. relaxing. But to get stronger, there's nothing wrong with getting stronger. Strength ain't going out of style, you know what I mean? Strength <laughs> is never a weakness. That's Brian, um, like I know I try to incorporate at least 15 to 20 minutes three or four times a week on it. Um, and I could kind of speak from somebody that, you know, does have a nine to five type job. So my lifting happens, you know, during classes and I'll take it, the CrossFit classes too. Um, you know, you can always find 15 to 20 minutes a day think about it and everyone's like oh i don't have time to you know jump on the ghd because my core sucks or you know to do some weighted sips on it but they're the ones that are sitting on that couch for 15 minutes after class talking yeah mm -hmm. grab somebody and go yeah. do an yeah. ab cash out come talk to a coach say all right i know me personally when i'm coaching if you come up to me and say oh i'll do you mind if i go in this corner and you know do a cash out for work on this or do you mind if I borrow the pull-up bar for a little bit while the next class is warming up? Absolutely, go for it. And I don't think any coach here would really mind that as long as you're not, you know, taking Hell away no. from no what way. the, you know, um, what the class needs as far as equipment. Yeah. Um, anybody could find 10 to 15 minutes for it, whether it's before class or after class. Um, just come in. All it takes is 15 minutes of working on something. You exactly. Suck at that a few times 10, 15 week. minutes goes a long way. Really I love does. seeing people come yeah. in early and then spending, they'll grab their, they'll grab their jump rope and head into the other room or mm -hmm. small corner and work on double unders for five, five minutes. Right. That's all you need. That used to be so popular like years ago for people to, to utilize open gym and come yeah. in yeah. early and stay yeah. late. Um, and now it's just like, I don't know what it is now. I don't know if it's I, I, lazier yeah. or like, yeah. I, don't I think know. people are afraid of it. Darker, no, I, I think people are afraid of it. And I gen and that's been my stance on open gym ever since I s 
started coaching CrossFit uh, because CrossFit does condition you to come in, look at a whiteboard, listen to a coach and do what that coach says. It takes away that mindset from when you did go to a Planet Fitness or Golds where you had to choose your own mm. uh, workouts, which is great that now you're being told what to do and paying for that. But I feel that there is that disconnect in people being able to come in and say, all right, I it's you know, my chest strength sucks. I'm going to go make chest day today. Use the open yeah. gym for that. Um, and it's probably a negative stigma of like, oh, open gym. No one's there to coach me. That's bullshit. Mm-hmm. We might not be able to give you the one-on-one attention the whole time, but we will show you what a drill is. We will show you something to get better. We'll take some time to spend some one-on-one time with you. Um, it's been it, my experience anytime I've approached anybody, you know, Turbo or or, uh, or Rob or uh, Just Manfro. I've always been able to, you know, like I said, I like to pick people's brains because you guys have a good knowledge base on how to um, incorporate some, maybe some banded mobilizations or some, mm-hmm. um, you know, shoulder preparation, things like that. So I think I, I agree with Kevin. I think it's hugely important that people take time. Do you know what you're, you're, where you're immobile or where you're maybe um, hypermobile, where you have maybe have some instability? Mm-hmm. You take that time and you address those issues. And he's right. It's maybe about 10 to 15 minutes pre or post workout. And that can go a long way. Yeah. Uh, what's his name? Um, Kelly Starrett, you know, I'm sure some of you, some of you people have heard of him. He's Jamel a, just perked up. <laughs> <laughs> He's, uh, I think, I think his thing is, uh, you know, uh, it's even just five minutes, right? Five minutes yeah. of mobility training a day can yep. can go a long way. So, um, if you do that, uh, I could almost probably ga- uh, guarantee that you're going to have uh, a better workout, and you're probably going to take away more from that workout because maybe you can go through a movement a little bit better or you don't have that little twinge of shoulder pain um, throughout the workout. Maybe you don't, uh, you prevent the, the uh, situation where you have to scale an exercise where you get pissed off because that's mm-hmm. sometimes I do that and <laughs> mentally I get pissed off mm-hmm. when I can't do something. So, um, you know, 10, 15 minutes pre or post. Um, and I think, I mean, you could talk to some of the people that I've treated from the Wappinger's gym. I, I really do try to enforce that right so i do my assessment based on that i'm going to say okay this is what you need to work on i think you need to incorporate this in either previous to your workout a lot of times it's previous to your workout because movement preparation is really important and then post workout maybe you work on some of this maybe you do some some you know uh banded mobilizations to this this your hip or or your ankle things like that so um, to incorporate those little tips and tweaks, I love to do it because I think in the long run, it's going to make the person's experience through their workout, um, that much better. And yeah. I want forward to, uh, correct me if I'm wrong, if you've heard this somewhere, Brian Kuzma told me, he's another smart guy to pick, 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 uh, pick his brain. He's, he's always digesting workouts and, <laughs> yeah, and, and Carlene, reading. Carlene's a yeah, physical therapist as well. Um, Especially, so this goes for post workout, especially after a high intensity workout like a sprint, like a sub 10 minute workout, like we did um, the other day and like we did today. Um, after a workout like that, it is great to focus on your weaknesses. If you have tight shoulders and your overhead squat isn't great, after that 10 minutes, instead of writhing around on the ground, get a barbell and put it up in the overhead position. I, I forget what he said, like wh- what drives the strength there, why it has to be after a sprint. Mm-hmm. Um, 
but that's something good to do. If your hips are weak, if your glutes are weak, drop into a pigeon stretch after that sprint, grab a number two band, do some monster walks. Yeah. I mean, there's, right. a, there's a couple of different components that can go into that, right? If you're doing a high intensity run or a high intensity workout, your, um, it's, you know, your tissue elasticity, the muscles elastic component is going to be improved. Um, I, I, I'm not sure what Brian was talking about. I'm thinking it's probably more like a neuromuscular component where mm-hmm. you're engaging, you know, different types yes. of mu- muscle fibers yes. and you can incorporate some benefits after that workout. Cause I'll see him going to a handstand right after a high intensity workout. Yeah. I think one, uh, may, it could have been last year or a year ago. I told Christian after you're, as soon as you're done with you're working out, go bang out some muscle ups. Yeah. He, I get, I think he needed to be. I think it was Christian, but he needed to be a little more efficient at muscle ups. I said after this workout, continue to do that. Just right after, just go right to the rings and then see what you can do there. Yeah. Going off of that, I also will tell people like for double unders too. Mm, work. It's important one. to work on double unders after because it's way easier, as we all know at this table, to do double unders fresh than it is under fatigue. So I will tell people practice thing. Not only practice like double unders before workout. Also do it after, after your body's been beat up a little bit to go for that. Um, I wouldn't necessarily do anything that's, you know, could be unsafe for it, but you know, for pull-ups, it's completely different doing a pull-up under fatigue than Mm -hmm. it is completely fresh. Um, So it's good to mix in those 10, 15 minutes before and after for that, because your body's not only warmed up, it's also fatigued and it's just overall goes into that CrossFit, constantly very functional movement executed at high intensity. Yeah. What are the uh, what are the most common injuries you see? Um, based out of CrossFit, yeah, yeah. I would say uh, number one is shoulder. Mm-hmm. So far, what I've seen is shoulder. So, the demands of some of the workouts require a lot of overhead pressing and and um, pressing in general. So horizontal pressing as well. So, shoulder um, rotator cuff injuries is probably number one. Uh, knee and low back probably tied for number two maybe low back is number two and knee is number three so those could be um you know tendinopathies in the knee uh, muscle strains in the back uh you know um could be you know in some issues it could be joint related back pain mechanical back pain things like that so what are um what do you think crossfit in general can program differently that you think lacks I think when you're looking at the number one injury that I've seen in shoulder, I think it shoes your words carefully. <laughs> <laughs> it's all good. I think that if uh, if there was a little bit more pulling, mm. it programmed in. So um, you know, ring rows, bent uh, over rows, bent over rows. Okay. Um, um, so so horizontal pulling. Yeah. So. That will help with scapular stability. It'll help with strengthening the the back part of the shoulder, um, and then also working on. And recently, it's been great working on a lot of pull up progressions. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, yeah. working on um, you guys are great at incorporating stability of the shoulder blades in a hang position. So, working on kind of scapular movement, back shoulders, yeah, in a in a hang position would be really really good. Um, but any kind of pulling progression is going to be great. Especially, I'm sorry, John. To cut you off, go ahead. Just because of the the amount of pressing, the amount of uh, you know, so it's it's a the issue of maybe a muscle imbalance yeah. or repetitive movements in one direction without complementing it in the other. Honestly, too, and I think it's the use of our cell phones as well. 
that we're just constantly going to be around is probably like this. Oh yeah, absolutely. I mean, in general, the public yeah. public in general is yeah. is uh, you know, uh, outside of the CrossFit community, I work on a lot of kind of education on proper alignment and, yeah. and you know, utilizing your up. your you know, the I hunched over extra <laughs> muscles and things <laughs> like that. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah, I see that a lot. I mean, I've noticed on myself too, like. Fuck, it sucks, man. Yeah, I know I'm I'm crooked. Yeah, but I used to have horrible lower back and and hip issues. But then that's that's why I used to avoid the snatch because it brought out all those mm. deficiencies. But just coming here, doing the stretches that Jess or you or whoever showed us just loosened everything up. And yeah. you go, you, I'm not going to throw up 135 first shot, right? I'm right. going to work with the PVC. I mean, your name's pipe. not Kevin Nelson. So. I ain't Kevin Nelson. No. I'm not a big guy. <laughs> Neither am I. <laughs> you got to ease into it like an old man in a hot bath. That's it. Right? Got to ease into it. I think that's another Take excellent, slow. excellent point, right? Yeah. I think that's where, I mean, especially, uh, you know, personally, my situation with my neck injury was uh, I'm watching other guys work out, other people work out in the gym, and I'm like, I want to do that. You want, yeah, you want to compete with them. But, but – there's a learning curve and there's a process to getting yes. to that point. And I think everybody, if their takeaway is, all right, I did a little bit better at, and the workout, the, um, you know, I, I worked out once and my neck, the next time I did the same workout, I improved. That's what you want to look at. Uh, you know, patience, um, right? Don't chase the numbers. Yeah. Look at your pers- when personal goals and your personal development in the gym. And that's, that's what's hugely important. And I think, again, you guys do a great job at, um, you know, letting people know that, right? If you need to modify, then modify. Yeah, and, and, yeah. and it's not it's not a situation where, uh, you know, you're, you're doing anything less if you modify. You know, just as long as you're making personal improvements and your strength is, is maybe improving or your mobility is improving or your endurance is getting better, then that, that's really what it's about taking out of the gym, in my opinion. So I kind of want to backtrack a little because I, I this has been, for me personally, one of the most – I, I'm genuinely interested in all this. Like, I'm. Thank you so much again for coming in. So quiet. Um, That's how you know. Like, I'm no. Like, <laughs> I'm, like, <laughs> uh, like, um. So this is kind of talk about you and your practice, what you do when people come and see you. What it sounds like, you're not just the type of physical therapist that you're gonna come in and just work on somebody. It sounds like if I come see you, correct me if I'm wrong. You're gonna work on me, help me out a little bit, and then you're gonna actually put in a plan. Oh, you gonna work on you? That's. <laughs> It's going to be kind of almost like a homework and yeah. that you could work on outside of it, outside yeah. of that out half hour, yeah. hour, whatever you book your clients. At. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I can kind of give you an overview. So the assessment process person comes in and they tell me, OK, I have, you know, 99 percent of the time I'm treating their pain. Right? Yeah. They're coming to me because they're in pain. So I have pain. Um, give you an example in my shoulder when I do uh, a pull up or a snatch. OK. All right. Well. Let's figure out where your pain is. Let's figure out what type of pain it is, right? Because there's different types of pain. And there's pain that um, can stem from a muscle injury or a tendon injury or it could be joint-related pain. But I need to figure out what that, what that is because mm-hmm. that's going Im- to impact my plan of care. Next, uh, um, I'm going to look at what increases your pain and what decreases your pain because, um, again, that goes into my plan of care. In the assessment, I'm going to do a movement analysis. I'm going to look at how the person moves, where they're limited maybe, where they're hypermobile, where they move too much. Um, assess their strength after that. I'm going to look at um, maybe some, with the shoulder, I'm going to look at core strength. I'm going to look at rotator cuff strength. I'm going to look at up and down the, the kinetic chain, they call it. I'm going to look up and down and see 
if there's issues there that need to be addressed. And then a big thing too is assessing side to side. Mm -hmm. So you want to make sure that someone isn't, um, most people are going to present with asymmetries. They're going to be either stronger on one side as compared to the other. They're going to be more mobile on one side as compared to the other. So we got to look at that, right? So take all that information, you put it together. Lastly, you, okay, what do you want to get out of this? What is your goal of therapy? And people that come across it, what do you think their goal is? Get back. Get back across it, right? So um, my goal is to, okay, this is what we're going to do. I'm going to give you homework. And that's mm -hmm. the most important part because I can work on somebody. I can do uh, manual, manual techniques and improve their mobility. And I could probably, within that session, what I'll do is I'll test them. So I'm going to test somebody uh, how their shoulder moves and what creates their pain. I'm going to perform a treatment. Then I'm going to retest, see if that got any better. If it did, okay, great. I think I know what I can give you. I'm going to give you like three or four things. You go home or you come to the gym and you do them. Mm -hmm. And then next time I see you, you let me know how it goes. If I didn't, then I'm oh, shit, I got I to gotta switch things up. I got to try something different and see if that works. And if that works, then I go in that direction. So it's really nice because it's uh, the part I like about it is it's almost like you're investigating. Uh, it's an investigation, constant investigation into how each person is going to do with a treatment plan that you designed and see what their response is. And you tweak it based on, on how they're doing, you know. So um, that's kind of like a roundabout view of what the treatment process is. But, again, the most important part is, all right, I'm going to give you some homework. Mm -hmm. You, do got, your you homework. have to do this. Yeah. Or I don't get enough of an insight into <coughs> what, whether I'm helping you or I'm not. Yeah. And if you don't do it, we're just spinning our wheels. If you do it and you say, oh, I'm feeling great, I, I can move overhead better, I can I can press overhead or I, c I can squat. I could do a body weight squat pain-free. All right, that's awesome. We're going to keep moving in this direction. We're going to progress you. That's you huge. come back and you say, oh, I did your homework, but... I don't know. I'm not really seeing a difference. Okay. Well, we got to, we got to scrap that or maybe we got to tweak a few things and we got to implement something different and then let's see how your progress is now. So for an example, let's say, let's say 10 people come to you from this gym with the same shoulder issue, right? And you give them some banded exercises to do. Maybe they're, they have shoulder mobility issues. I'm going to say less, less than 50%, maybe 20, 10, 20% are actually going to be coming in and using these crossover bands that we got. No doubt. Right? Mm -hmm. That's Easy. my opinion. Oh, yeah, yeah. yeah. I was going to say that, too. Frustra like, no, fr yeah, so fr frustration of the job, right, uh, being a physical therapist yeah. is getting people it's, – it's not a frustration. How do I put it? Accountability. A tough, tough thing to do is to get people to buy in. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Right? If you do this and you try it, Oh, it's three and sets of ten on this arm. It's, no, it's is not, it really going to help It's me? just yeah. like we talked about. It's ten minutes of – movement prep or you, that's great i mean the crossover bands are an excellent way just like i was talking about uh, incorporating more pulling and shoulder stability exercises yeah. into your program so i mean you got to buy in if you if you don't do that and you just continue to go on the path you're going in you, there's no change the um, injury may not change and you're risking further injury or, or catastrophic injury yeah. so this is a tough thing you got to get people to buy in but I think my job, like I was just telling you, is if I can show them within that first treatment or second treatment, okay, you came in with six out of ten pain, and now you're leaving with two out of ten pain. We're on to something. We're yeah. on to something, yeah. and I think we can help you. So if you can get them to buy in that way and they realize and understand that, okay, I got some things I got to work on, then, then they're moving in the right direction. But I think you're right, Turbo. I think sometimes it's give people the tools, and if they use them, the, you know, the ones that do, the people that – 
are compliant and go through and do the things that you ask of them, those are the ones that do really, really well in here. Yeah. Yeah. You can see it too. And you know who these people are. I see it too. And they, they tell me, you know, I'm working with John and he's got me doing this. I said, that's great. Keep doing it. He says, yeah, it's really working. The, The frustrating part is like the homework that you give us is, it's so attainable and it's not breaking anyone's bank as in like time bank. Yeah. yeah. And it's what? No more than 10 minutes of, of three yeah. exercises that you're having them do each side. I mean, come yeah. on. The yeah. hard part is putting the ego aside, right? Yeah. Right. They want to come you in and slam some shit. And exactly. Like, you know, come on. Yeah. That's yeah. Then that's the, where the cycle comes in, where you're risking further injury. So I have been seeing people get better with that, though. Right. Yeah. Scale down the weight. I'm having some issues overhead. I'm having some issues with my knee. OK, let's go light. Let's go light. I have been seeing a lot of people. Yeah. Do well with that. So, uh, you know, what's the best ability is availability, right? That's yeah. A, that what you what we've all heard. So, again, if you love what coming in here and working out, the best thing to do is make sure that you're available and continue to work out. But we all have to modify. I mean, yeah. I don't think there's anybody in that's going to come through here that's not going to sustain some sort of whether it's a minor soreness or ache or and okay, well, next time I got to modify a little bit, I got to change things up. Yeah. Yeah, like you see, you know, some one of the ones that you know jumps out to me was because I coached eight o'clock here a lot for uh, before Poughkeepsie opened. Uh, Marissa Gala with her back injury, mm-hmm. she was in here every fucking night oh, yeah. with her sister coming in because yeah. she missed this place. Like you, you could tell it was hard on her not ex- working out, but she came in here. The class would be in one room, she would be in here. She'd have her list of exercises from you know uh, her PT yeah. and saying, "All right, this is what I got to do today." And like this was yeah. so, and then now I'm pretty sure she's back and yeah. Full, she's, yeah, yeah she's so for the most part, it's all about eat, sleep, and breathing that rehab of it. Um, yeah, it, invest in yourself. Yeah, egg, exactly. Like there's a reason why we're advanced and people are living longer than ever before. It's because there's <laughs> science here. It works. Um, I've been <laughs> CrossFit makes you live longer. <laughs> That's what he's trying to say. You know, and then I know me personally, uh, I won't let anybody touch my body really. That doesn't Sorry, appreciate <laughs> doesn't appreciate that. Uh, I am a competitive Olympic weightlifter and I do CrossFit. <laughs> Dick. That's a weird way to put it. <laughs> that that was. We well, um, no, as far as like uh, a doctor, because my chiropractor I've been seeing for four years now, um, you know, I met him through CrossFit, and he will adjust me according to CrossFit and Olympic weightlifting. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, he's not because I know there are chiropractors out there like, oh, you should probably tone down those high impact stuff. Versus, no, you know, Dale Kimberlin, he's like, no, we're just gonna yeah. correct you, and you're gonna do it better, and we're gonna brace you for impact better, and you're gonna get stronger because of it. Brace for impact. Yeah, it's like. Oh, you shouldn't be doing CrossFit. All right, I'll go to John. See you. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Come yeah. out of here. Here's your copay. Yeah. Sure. <laughs> yeah, yeah. See, you won't see me again. I got one more question because sure. we have a lot of people with knee issues. Mm-hmm. And mostly with the older crew, it's they have no cartilage in the knee, right? It's bone on bone. And what I've heard, I used to do a lot of cycling mm-hmm. in the past. And a lot of the cyclers that I was with were the older generation. I said, how you, how'd you get into this? Well, running, you know, I'd have knee problems, have no cartilage in my knee. What we've all discovered was, and what I've heard was, cycling helps build up the cartilage around the knee. Um. Fact or fiction? Because when everyone, anyone has knee problems, I say, get right on the bike, right? I You're not going to get out of running, get on the bike. Well, it's no, Im- it's... No, there's no impact. impact. Yeah. So I don't know. I don't. I I can't foresee that physiology being correct. But 
that is a normal transition for runners and weightlifters and um, people who maybe you know play basketball or racquetball, those high impact kind of sports. They transition to cycling because it's a great form of cardiopulmonary yeah. endurance. I recommend it a lot. So as far as building up cartilage, though, you're no, not sure. About I recommend it as cardiopulmonary endurance for say. So I have a marathon runner in right now, and marathon runners and triathletes are very much like CrossFitters. Yeah. Highly, highly motivated, um, great people to work with, and um, what I asked her to do is is cross train on a bike. Mm-hmm. You know, cross training is great, um, but it's a situation where it's low impact on her injury, and you can do it for a long time. Yeah, I mean, you can cycle into your 60s and 70s, but I don't think it's necessarily going to change that cartilage component. I'd have to look at that. Okay, I don't, I don't know if there's any really research. So, I mean, I may that. have to find the guy that told me that and strangle him. But yeah, yeah, yeah. You gotta kill him. I, I think I think he's, he's <laughs> yeah, probably he, he doesn't deserve to live. But that's why I, <laughs> that's, that's why I wanted to ask you. Yeah, no, nah, I, I think it's just less stress on that cartilage. Yeah, that's less there. impact. Yeah, less so. impact. Yeah, another myth that I that I always uh, you kind of debunked for me was that, and we we hear it hear a lot is you know my knee cracked or my shoulders cracking, and everyone like flips out real quick about it. <laughs> And then one one day when I was visiting you, when I had my shoulder problem, I was like, yo, Johnny, my shoulder cracks. He was like, <laughs> yo, Dave, don't worry about it as long as it doesn't hurt. I said, all right. So, yeah. <laughs> oh, no, yeah, I'm pretty sure the Rice Krispies commercial was filmed inside my knee. Yeah, <laughs> like, I came, yo, like, John, like, I, I came out of the womb, like, my ankle and knees crack, like, yeah. and people freak out about it. I'm like, yeah, it doesn't yeah. hurt. Yeah, you have to... Uh, that's I get that. I, I get with. that question all the time. All the time. And, uh, the bucket so, right here. <laughs> so, <laughs> I get that question all the time, and that is typically my response. If it's not painful, then don't worry about it. However, if it's some something that's, um, I, I kind of classify them as cracks or clunks, right? And so if something clunks, mm. and I can feel it, and it's it feels like the joint is unstable, that's one thing, and that could be unpain. Yeah. That could be. Um, not painful and but you got to think okay we got to stabilize this joint you got to hear me when i get up out of bed in the morning though my ankles and my knees it takes me about 10 minutes for it to stop sometimes that's sometimes that's tight tissue sometimes it's um you know cavitation in the joint fluid it's it can be a variety of of a couple different Mm -hmm. things and most of the time it's not an issue so people buy oh my god my shoulder's clicking was it painful no No. your movement looks really good um (laughs) you don't have any pain when you're overhead or when I push on you and you can do a push up and there's no pain, I wouldn't really worry about it. If people it gets worse, in, call me. But people come in to you for that? Uh, not not that specifically, <laughs> but Thanks I mean, copay. Uh, yeah. yeah. <laughs> as I uh, you know, as I'm working on somebody, they'll talk to me about maybe a different yeah, joint yeah, yeah, or something yeah. like yeah. that. But I, I need to see John. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, all right, boys. Anything else? Um, I know this is not necessarily for me, but for other people, uh, you know, some physical therapists in the area don't. Do you accept insurance? Yes. Do you, oh, I'm sorry. Yeah, <laughs> I'm sorry. I, I, well, yeah, actually. no, yeah, I, 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 ex- I definitely, yeah, we, no, okay. we accept insurance. Um, you know, if you don't have insurance, we also have cash pay options. So, um, absolutely, we accept uh, almost all the insurances. So you accept gold bullions. You accept Bitcoin. <laughs> Bitcoin. Bitcoin. Yeah, yes. that's a big thing. I'm now. telling you. <laughs> uh, so, yeah, all you'd have to do is contact my office, and uh, they'll let you know if we accept your insurance. And if you don't, um, it could also be a situation where you can come and see me. Uh, a lot of times, it's not going to take a ton of time for me 
to get you on the right path, uh, at least to identify some things that you can work on. So it could be a situation where come in and get your assessment. I give you some homework. Um, I am absolutely 100% on board with helping people in the gym. I just spent uh, some time maybe a weekend or two ago in here with one of my current clients, and uh, I, I love it because it's direct application of what they want to do, and I can look at them in the gym gym atmosphere, which I don't really get yeah. the luxury of doing. So it's a situation where I always tell anybody that I've treated from the gym, if you see me in the gym and you have a question, pick my brain because I have no problem spending time with yeah. you and um, maybe you know going through a couple of things and making sure that uh, you're still moving in the right direction. So That's good because a lot of people are not like that. Like, you know, I don't want to be bothered with nothing. No, yeah, you know. John's awesome. Yeah, I, yeah, I, I love it, John man. Questions. I think it's like it's definitely a passion of mine. So it's not yeah. – I don't even feel like – I mean, I can come in on a Sunday and spend 45 minutes or an hour with somebody, you know, make sure that, you know, um, they're moving along with the treatment plan that I have provided in physical therapy. I have no problem with that. That's awesome. Love what you do. You never work a day in your life. Yeah. yeah exactly. it, you know, I, it, and the cool thing with working with uh, the population here, right, is that highly motivated people that love to work out. Mm -hmm. And um, it, that's just a, that's a luxury to be able to work with a clientele that, um, their goal is I want to get back in CrossFit or I want to be able to do this or I want to be able to do that and these are these are um, fun people to work with I think you know we talked about people um, incorporating the, the home education that I give them and, mm -hmm. and if I follow up with them in the gym here I know that they'll be able to do it and it's great it's a great population to work with and everybody here has been really fun to work with yeah cool man that's awesome where can people find you, John? Like, what's your yeah what's availability your website? phone number? So yeah, phone so it's so <laughs> the hell are you? <laughs> so it's, it's most most physical therapy. Uh, we're located. We have three locations actually. We're in Hopewell Junction. We're in Millbrook, New York, and we're in Rhinebeck, New York. So um, you can go on mostpt.com, find out where what our phone number is. Our phone number in in Hopewell is eight four five five nine two four six zero five. Uh, Again, put, that's five nineteen. <laughs> <laughs> I'll put in uh, show notes as well. Yeah. So um, you know, like I said, just call, call me, uh, call the office, and if you have any questions for me, um, again, also my email is j o n m at millbrookpt.com. Millbrookpt.com. Millbrookpt was our old name. We changed our name once we expanded into Rhinebeck. Just so you know, you get that question a lot All as right. well. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Oh. What's something interesting? That people don't know about you, non-PT related. Yeah, non-PT related. <laughs> oh man, put me on the spot. I have to think about this. I don't think I'm that interesting. Like, like uh, Mastro, <laughs> what was her thing? She's deathly afraid of frogs. Frogs. <laughs> frogs. Yeah. Yeah. And I'm who not else? Not that afraid of frogs. Um. <laughs> you don't look like a guy who's afraid. Yeah. Of that. yeah no. <laughs> I tell you, I tell you what, I'm I'm pretty scared of snakes though. Oh, I see fuck snakes. Yeah. Fuck Sna snakes. <laughs> Anything that can move that fast without legs, fuck them. I don't mind snakes. <laughs> fuck snakes. Uh, yeah. Um, Any crazy stories? Oh, he's got from my college years? Absolutely. Yeah. But I don't want to divulge those on. <laughs> so you know how much beer is in a keg, right? <laughs> John's a big uh, Giants fan, too, and he's uh, this whole Eli thing. Oh, so. yeah. uh, I've officially given up on the Giants after. Uh, how does it feel to feel the Jets pain? <laughs> I uh, my in my opinion, I've given up on watching the Giants until they fire McAdoo. Yeah. So McAdoo, what they just did to Eli was atrocious. Yeah, yeah. Right, putting in Gino. I don't know. 
All right. The Jets didn't want Gino. Kevin and Turbo are, are big Jets fans. Yeah, big time. Yeah. Unfortunately. Yeah. We know I, the pain. Yeah, I know somebody. <laughs> that I'm going Sunday. You guys are doing better than us this year, so I don't know. That's surprising. Yeah. Uh, I know somebody that has once in a lifetime Giants tickets for not this weekend, but next weekend. Um, and he is not going because of it. And just out of spite, <laughs> and he is not giving or selling the tickets to anybody because he wants those four seats to be empty. Yeah. Because just to show the yeah. disapproval. And there, he's like, people would kill for the seats that he has. But I think they're third row right on like the 45 yard line. They're on the bench. Yeah, close enough. And uh, he's like, yeah. He's like, I will not be going because he's like, I don't want anybody sitting in those seats. Yeah, <laughs> that's crazy. The Giants gonna have to do what the Jets did. When the Jets really suck and attendance is bad, they comp everyone on 200 level. They move down to 100 <laughs> and 300. They move down to 200 to make it look like there's people in the stadium. Really? And then they won't. Yeah. And then they oh, won't right. show the upper deck. And the, they do with the Cleveland Browns too. Cleveland. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Kev. All right, the real Kevin Nelson on Instagram. Turbo. Rob Lacola. Me, D-Stat, and uh, CrossFit845 on the IG. Well, we're ready? And, oh, uh, shit. We're going to take us out. This is our outro music. Show them the video. I think I heard this one. <laughs> <laughs> Goodbye. <laughs>